I just want to unpack something for only a few minutes because Deb and I are going to kind of tag team a little. Um, today, yeah, we're, it's today, right now. And um, Deb has a really cool word that she w- wants to release over all of our um, ladies, girls, females, um, whether you're a mum or whether you're not yet or not at all. Um, it is Mother's Day and it, it is a good day to, I guess, open up the concept. I'm going to open it up very briefly and then we're going to unpack this a little bit more because it's a, a subject that is really important in kingdom culture, in bringing the culture of heaven to earth. Right back in the Ten Commandments, the first time we, we really see God speaking to his people and kind of putting a moral plumb line down and saying, you know, there's a line here, this, okay, this, not okay. One of the Ten Commandments was that one that we all, maybe we love it, maybe we love to hate it, I don't know. Depending on your relationship with your parents, um, you will have an interesting relationship with this particular verse, and that is Exodus chapter 20 and verse 12, which says, Honour your father and mother. Obviously, we're focusing on mums today in particular. But honour your father and mother so that it may go well with you. Now, when Jesus was asked about the commandments, one of the things he said was... um, No, 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 he didn't say that. I've got that mixed up in my head. Just delete that last sentence. It was almost, thank you, it was almost good, but no, that was a different one. He said, honour your father and mother, depending on the translation you read, it says that you may live long in the land that the Lord your God gives you, or it also says, depending on the version, that it may go well with you. Okay, so honour your father and your mother, that it may go well with you. Now, if any of you have done any of the Elijah House modules, you will have heard this one um, at least once. And that is, if there is some area of your life where it is not going well for you, one of the first places is to backtrack and go, do I understand what this thing about honouring mum and dad is about? It's one of the earliest times in scripture we're introduced to this word honour. The root word of our English word honour, it's the Hebrew word kabod. It's essentially the same um, root word that we get the word glory from. So what honour essentially means is my job is if I am honouring you, I am looking to the glory of God in you. In other words, I'm looking for the thumbprint of God in you and I'm speaking to that and I'm pulling that out. So the the principle of honour, it's like digging for gold. I'm looking for the deposit of God in that other person. So when it comes to honour your mother and your father, it doesn't say honour your mother and father as long as they're perfect. (laughs) Honour your father and mother as long as they give you what you want or they give you what you need. Lucky for me, says Josh. Thank you. (laughs) We have a heckler again. In other words, it doesn't place a condition on the honour. It points to each of us and says, here is a characteristic, it's called honour, and first and foremost, this is where you're to point it. There are other places to point it, but first and foremost, let's get the foundation right. Honour your father and your mother. 
that it may go well with you. In other words, there is a sowing and a reaping that happens around this. It is so important to the heart of God that there is a sowing and a reaping that happens around this idea called honour. Because the converse is don't and it possibly won't go well for you. I had to look back at some of my, uh, my own... I, I was facing some battles and some areas where I was not getting breakthrough um, in some of the ground that we are trying to take. And I, ke- I felt like, you know, opportunities would appear and then they would dematerialise as quickly as they would appear. Um, you know, people would say, yes, I need that, I want that, let's do this. And then the next day something would happen and they'd be gone. And I'm like, what, what have I done? And I went back to some of our foundational teachings and that is, honour your father and your mother that it may go well with you. In this area of my world, it wasn't going well for me. And so I go, okay, Holy Spirit, I need you to talk to me about this because I feel like I'm banging my head against a brick wall. And the Holy Spirit just started to talk to me and remind me of this and say, hey, let's look at honour your father and mother. Now, I had a great relationship with my mum and dad. I love them to pieces. Um, You know, were they perfect? No, no more than I'm perfect, which clearly I'm not. (laughs) But not perfect. And God started to talk to me about parts in my life, in my younger years, where I sowed dishonour where I thought I knew better, where I won't go into all of, the, all of it right now because I have a very short amount of time. But God started to put his finger on that. And so while we're on holidays, Dev and I just started praying through some of that and going, okay, God, I repent of that. I thought I knew better. I was, an, you know, I, I was a very passionate you know, older teenager, but I also thought I knew everything. Um, and so you know, there was a little bit of arrogance there. And in that process, I never intended to, but I realised, and the Holy Spirit showed me, I sowed dishonour. And so I had to, you know, look that in the face and go, right, I I break that. I repent of that. Because it doesn't say, like I said, as long as your parents are perfect, honour them. In other words, it places no no condition on the quality of the mother or father. (laughs) I'm hearing amens from... (laughs) You want me to preach it to... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It places no conditions on the quality of the mother or father. It says honour is a quality that you need to have regardless of what they do. And sometimes we have to be really amazing at digging through dirt to find gold. But what does honour look like in a culture and what does it allow? So like I said, honour is where I look to the gold. I look for the deposit of God in you. I'm not looking for the dirt. I'm not looking for the reasons to disqualify you. I'm looking for the thumbprint of God on you because every one of us have it. We're all made in his image. Sometimes, sometimes people who are digging for gold have to get good at sifting through dirt. But a little clue, it, it takes no discernment to find dirt. Anyone can find dirt. It's really, really easy. But it takes skill. It takes sometimes revelation to, to, say, to look at a person and go, God, let me see them through your eyes. Now, what does it look like when we don't? Well, we have a really good example in Mark chapter 6. I won't read it all, um, but I encourage you to go and have a look at it. So this is, um, this is where Jesus is preaching in Nazareth. And the crowd are starting to go, oh my, this guy is incredible. This guy is amazing. Like, where does he get this wisdom from? So they're looking at the quality of him. They're looking at what's coming from him and going, wow, that's worthy of honouring. That's, that's awesome. That's honouring. But then they go, oh, hang on a second. Isn't this Joseph's boy? Aren't his father and brothers 
with us? Oh, hang on, we know this guy. That was like, this guy grew up in our church. This guy grew up in our community. I know that guy. And it says they took offense at him. That is the opposite of honor, is when I take offense at somebody else. And that can be looking at the dirt, or that can simply be just getting over familiar. And I just, and I forget to look at them through the eyes of God. And what happens? So, Verse 9 of Mark chapter 6, just after Jesus says, yeah, a, prophet is, a prophet is not without honour except in his hometown. This is, this is hitting the concept of familiarity. He says, a prophet's not without honour except in their hometown. He was in his hometown, you know. Oh, we, we know his mum, we know his dad, we know his brothers. And then it says, he could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. Now, I've said this before, that would be our best meeting right there. <laughs> But that was Jesus' worst meeting, where he could only lay his hands on a few sick people. But here's the deal. Their lack of honour, their lack of recognition of the glory that Jesus was carrying stopped them from receiving anything from him. When, when I step out of a place of honour and either into just simply a place of over-familiarity or worse, into a place of offence, it positions me such that I can never receive from them. And I'm the one that loses out, not them. I remember a really significant prophetic word that I was given going back more than 10 years ago now, but it still resonates in my spirit now. I could have easily written it off because of the person and the context in which it came. But God really challenged me and said, no, are you willing to see... Are you willing to, um, to honour the vessel that I sent it, even if in your assessment they probably don't carry much weight or much authority? Might be a little dysfunctional here and there. Like, God, do you think I can speak through them? And I'm like, I think I just got rebuked. <laughs> it's kind of what it's like with God a lot. You get rebuked. You know, I think I just got rebuked because he's that kind in the way that he does it. Honour is a big deal in the culture of heaven. And today in particular, we honour our father and our mother, we honour our mothers in particular. And whether, you know, whether we're young and our mums are still young and amazing, you know, like Viv, um, or whether our mums are old, like my mum's 85. Regardless of what our relationship is, our honour, particularly today, says, I'm going to look for the gold. I'm going to look for the deposits of heaven. It doesn't mean I'm in denial about the other stuff. It doesn't mean I'm in denial about the imperfection. But what it means is I can see through all of that and I can go, you know what, there was a deposit of God in there and I want to pull that into my life. Because when I can't do that, I cut myself off from inheritance and I have to start all over again. But even in the most broken, um, dysfunctional mum, in this case, because it's Mother's Day, I'll say the same on Father's Day about dads, but even in the most broken and dysfunctional mum, Broken and dysfunctional, maybe yes. Made in the image of God, yes. Sure, it might have been buried below a whole lot of stuff, but our job as kingdom people is to see through that and to go digging and to find the deposit of gold and go, Jesus, I want to honour that. 
I want to pull that into my world. I want to receive from that so that I don't have to start from scratch because that's what orphans do. Orphans start from scratch. They can't inherit. And we want to be people that inherit. This, this thing of honour is a massive deal in the kingdom because it, it, it determines what we receive. I mean, Deb and I find this when we go places. Simply because we're the guest speaker, there is some kind of expectation that we carry something that's worth inviting and paying, paying for a plane trip or whatever. And it's just really easy to minister to those environments because there's an expectation, there is a level of honour. But when we're, no, I'm, I'm not talking about us now, so like when we all, all us all, together, we're here with our friends, we're here with people yeah, maybe we grew up with or we're really good mates with, sometimes we just forget, hang on. Yeah, we kind of go, well, if they pray for me, oh, not much will happen. But if I can get this, this person to pray for me, something will happen. Something will break through. The only difference is your level of honour that stops you from receiving. So I'm going to pray for us. And then you want to, do you want to use this one? Because that's, that's got vocal. Have you, I see that hand. Come forth. right now in this place because it's something that's been on my heart all week and it's actually um, to honour Debbie because she's the mother of this house and she's given up a lot to be the mother of this house and she stands in the gap for so many people constantly on a daily basis in prayer and in ministry and I'm getting emotional but I just want to, I just feel like we all need to stand right now and put our hands out towards Debbie and just declare honour over her as a mother of this house. Father God, we just pray for a fresh anointing, for a fresh power, for a fresh authority to speak in this house. And Father God, we just honour Debbie Ferris. In the name of Jesus, we just declare that she is a mighty woman of God who brings down walls in people's lives, who stands in the gap for people that don't have a voice and petitions the Father, petitions heaven to come down to earth and we just declare honour over her life right now. We just pray that you will just fall afresh on her, a fresh anointing to to pursue what's next for our community, Father God. And yeah, so in Jesus' name, we just declare these things. Amen. Yeah, thanks, James. That's awesome. So now... On that place of honour, position yourself to receive because she's going to unload something super cool. I was going to pray, but let me do that quickly and then you can come up. So Jesus, just, just pop your hand on your heart for a second and go, Jesus, we want to be people of honour. We want to be people that have eyes to see how you see people, how you have made them. And we want to position ourselves to receive from whoever you put in front of us um, because sometimes you hide what you want to give us in a package that might be different to what we think. And we don't want to miss out on what you have for us because of that. God, teach us 
to honour. And particularly today, Jesus, we honour our mums. And God, for those for whom Mother's Day today is a tough day, whether it be because of grief, because they've lost their mum, or whether it be because that relationship was difficult, Father, I ask for the ministry of your Holy Spirit to come and to touch those, those sore and painful places. God, that in that place that they would meet with you and would meet with the Prince of Peace and there would be an exchange of heaven's healing and heaven's power and grace for that situation in Jesus' name. And God, we bless you for our mums. They gave us life. They nurtured us. And God, we, we position ourselves to receive. We position ourselves to receive an inheritance, whether it be small, medium, large, whatever. God, we don't want to miss out on what you put in them. We don't want to miss out on the inheritance. And so we release honour in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, um, I would like, so we just want to get in position first. So all the um, females in the house, um, I would like us to somehow, um, hi camera, we're going to do somewhere you'll be able to see it and somewhere you probably won't. So let's get all of you to, to come out. I want to speak a word over you and then I'd actually love everyone else to come and gather around them. Okay, anytime. So just come along, whether you fill up in here. Actually, let's move these out because we can now. Let's move these out. That's a good idea. Um, so let's all just so come in. Yeah, why don't you get in a bit of a circle where you can all see each other and look each other in the eye and... Come on in, Janine. Are you okay to stand in a close circle? Um, so what I would encourage is, like for those who aren't comfortable just because they're still trying to be careful with COVID, that's completely fine. Otherwise, let's put our hand around each other. Now, for everyone who's left in the building, which would probably be all the males, pull in. Let's get the guys. We want you to gather around them. So this is, actually a, this is actually a thing for mothers and for fathers. And I believe, <laughs> I love it how you're all getting organised. It's beautiful. So just gather around them if you can, lay hands on a couple of backs or whatever. If you are not comfortable with that, feel free to turn around and say, no thanks, that's completely fine. I am doing that for the sake of everyone's comfort. However, sometimes when the Lord speaks a word, it's really not for our comfort, but it is for our building up. It is for our edification. And I believe, I believe that we're in a really important season for mothers and for fathers. And the prophetic picture right now of the men standing behind you as support to you, as encouragement to you, and as your backing is really important. You know, God is... 
God gives us things that are so different to the way the world gives and are sometimes so topsy-turvy. But I had a picture of all of you and the reason that I have all of you here is I'm very, very passionate and very adamant that Mother's Day is for all women because we all carry a mother's heart. And I believe that there are particularly some of you, but all of you have the capacity to not just carry one or two humans in your heart. You have the capacity to carry cities and nations. And I believe that today that God is putting in some of you a new birthing anointing to birth nations. You are going to birth nations in the prayer room. I declare it. And I felt like the Lord was saying to all of you, I feel like I need to stand on this thing. I feel like the Lord was saying to all of you to pick up your sword. Do not let it down. Do not let the sword down. Thanks, Steve. Because I felt like the Lord was saying that there are battles that can only be won with you and God. There are battles that He has called you to. And He has put a sword in your hand. And He calls you to pick it up. If you have let it down, there is no condemnation. But if you have put it down, He says, pick it up. Does he say to pick that up in your own strength? No, he will never, ever do that because he is a good God. You look at Jacob and he wrestled with God all night. He was exhausted, yet he wrestled with God because he said, I will not leave until you bless me. You look at the places in the Bible where people sought the blessing of the Lord and it was often out of exhaustion. So what I feel like God wants to do to you is he wants to refresh you. He wants to give you an incredible sense of abiding. John 15 is your key to the battle. John 15 is your key because he says, abide in me and as I abide in you and as my words remain in you, you will ask anything in my name and it will be done for you. So I want to declare over each and every one of you that as you abide, as you rest as beloved daughters of the King, that you are going to ask in the prayer room, you're going to ask in the secret place and that as you ask, He is going to give you whatever you ask because you are with Him. And I believe there are battles that some of you have for your own physical children. And He says, don't you dare put down your sword. Don't do it. Don't do it because I will bless you and I will answer you. And to those of you who do not have physical children, you have people in your world, you have nations, and we have the next generation to fight for. We have values of the kingdom that are not being carried into our next generation and it is our job and we are anointed and we are called and we are empowered for this very moment that we will rise up as daughters of the King and we will see victory in His name. We will see the kingdom of God established in people's hearts. We will see the lost come back. We will see the prodigals return. We will see healing. We will see signs. We will see wonders. And so He's calling you. He's empowering you. And He's refreshing you.
Isaiah 54.2, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. The bit that really stuck out, stood out to me was there, do not hold back. I know each of you and yet I also know that, know that the Lord sees the feistiness of your heart. When you see someone, when you see the enemy coming against someone that you love, when you see the enemy coming against your community, coming against your city, coming against the destiny of your nation, Australia, he knows the feistiness in your heart and only he can bring it out because he says, not by might and not by power, but by my spirit. I'm going to do it, but I need you to abide. So this is primarily a battle in the spirit. It's going to happen in the prayer room. It's going to happen as you dance around your bedroom, screaming out, I speak the name of Jesus. It's going to happen as you receive from the Father so you can give out. 1 John 4.19, we love because he loved us first. There is no weapon that you can carry that is stronger than his love. So you are not to give out of emptiness or out of weariness. It will tire you and you will not bear fruit. So he wants you to walk away. Walk away from any striving. Walk away from any performance. Walk away from fear. Walk away from the anxiety that drives you to prayer because they're not anointed prayers. Abide and you're going to bear much fruit. These are your abiding years. These are your fruit-bearing years. This gift of being a mum to many is a blessing and it's going to make you so, so full. And Isaiah 55, 12 says, You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. And I just saw you going out from the prayer room and just in absolute joy and complete peace. And that the mountains of trauma, the mountains of struggle, that the mountains that seemed too big before will now be leveled out in His name. Because you will see his deliverance. You will see his deliverance before it actually happens. So I just speak a strengthening. I speak an empowering. And I say it's time. It's time. It's time to rise up as mothers in our nation. It's time to fight for the values of heaven. To fight for hearts to be fully his to fight for the next generation who have so much thrown in them. It's time to fight for our I-61 tribe. It's time to take up the sword. It's time to fight for the poor. It's time to fight for the lonely. It's time to fight for the oppressed. He chooses to fight through you. So I want to release. I want to release rest. I want to release joy. I want to release fresh revelation day and night, night and day. 
that you would have revelation. I want to release abundance, that you will now have the sunglasses on, the Jesus glasses, the Son of God, His sunglasses on, that you will live in abundance. So as you give, you'll be surprised at the filling. I release fire of the Holy Spirit to rediscover your fight in His strength. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I just want to ask, do any of the men have anything to pray before I finish? Um, I was just really sensing that uh, for those of you where men haven't uh, stood up to be protectors or where there, there has been abuse or there has been mistreatment, uh, just that God wants to heal those places he wants to restore he wants to love on those uh, sore areas and he wants to pour out his love on you today and that as the men that are here that we are here uh, to protect we're here to love to encourage but that God wants to touch those areas and also just feel that the Holy Spirit especially for uh, the youth and young adult girls I just really sense that Jesus wants to hold your hand today and he's just saying that you are worth it, that you're worth my time, that I want to come and talk to you, I want to spend every day with you, that you're my princess, that you're my beloved, that I paid the price for you and that you are so worthy and that no words spoken nothing done to you can block you from the love of Jesus that he is there for you no matter what and he is safe he is full of peace he's your hero he's your king he's someone you can always rely upon so Lord we just release just your presence Jesus that your majesty would surround them that they would see their worth through your eyes that they would see their identity in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Amen. There's one more thing. Some of you have a birthing anointing for nations. And there are some of you that will get woken up in the middle of the night to pray for nations. You can turn and run. Whoops. You can, you can do whatever you like. If you actually want prayer for that, I'm going to pray for that. But right now, I just want to yeah, just speak release and blessing over every single person. Just a refreshing and anointing and just a beaut. Lord, just thank you for the way you're expanding their hearts. Just bless all of them, Lord. Just bless the way that you're going to love them and bless the way that you're going to love others through them. Just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah.
just um, wanted to um, share something that God was speaking to me was about that God was just saying, so, so what did you bring today? What did you bring today? And I guess we all know we brought something with us. And I know that I brought a crumb. That's embarrassing that I only brought a crumb to the Lord. But the Lord wants to encourage us all, especially for women, where we feel like we're inadequate and, in, and not quite enough, that, you know, that broken and contrite heart, He will not despise, that we can come before the throne of grace with our crumb or our dry morsel, our little thing, and bring it to Him. He is faithful. He will anoint us and cause us to grow in His favor and His love. And we will get that understanding. Um, yeah, so bring the crumb, bring the whatever, the scraps, but God has got more and more and more for us. To never feel you can't come close, you can. And he wants to encourage us to do that today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you want to pray more or need to be a heap on the floor for a while, do that. Otherwise, I know Katie's got a little bit of food over there. We'd love you to stay for that. Um, yeah, otherwise, just big huge blessings and it is so nice to be back from holidays and be able to hug you all so yeah enjoy your night